Okay. Ah, not going to do the all right thing. Oh, got to pull my hat down. Uh, episode 166, Line Eye Basketball Podcast, uh, July. Tw- tw- no, I thought I was about to say 20th, 19th. Sorry, sorry. Uh, July 19th, 2023 is uh, the date of today. This is our first one in a few weeks, so there's not a ton to just kind of go into, but there are a few pressing things, and we wanted to try to do one a month for the few months where there's really nothing going on. Right. And uh, maybe we There's a little little drama, right? I mean, a little something to talk about, I I guess. Thanks, Ty Rogers, for that. So No doubt. Um, And and also, uh, I do have a couple of ideas of ways that we can – do more podcasts in the couple of dead months that are still to come. I mean, we could we could take that conversation off air, but uh, yeah, you know, we wanted to get one in in July. And I remember oh. a few years ago we did a couple of different things that didn't pertain to this year's team uh, for an episode. So, which I think that might have been during the whatever. Right, twenty twenty was the whole schedule was messed up. But anyway, uh, did twenty twenty happen? Yep. Uh, okay, right. um, Steve, what's going on? MJ, what's up? All right, MJ says. Should I? I guess I could just. Yeah, I try not to do it every time, but I think at some point <laughs> you just, have to. It's just a part of it. Yeah, right? it's part of the show. All right, right. Uh, episode one sixty six. The first thing to discuss here, I suppose, is that the Illini have a point guard. Remember last time we did this, we talked about how Jeremiah Williams decommitted. He's going where? Is he still he visiting Rutgers? I saw. I believe. I honestly haven't kept up with him. Maybe he's going to Rutgers anymore, right? He'd be a nice fit at Rutgers if he's healthy and gets a waiver. You know, I have to say that's true. That's true. Yeah. Of course, we all thought that. I don't know if all of us, but a lot of people were like, "Oh man, here's Illinois point guard right here, guy with a blown Achilles who <laughs> had to get a waiver." Temple. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, uh, probably wasn't going to happen. So, and that's why Ty Rogers is the Illini mm. point guard, and uh, he should be. Yeah, I, I wrote here, I'm not going to fault. Why would we fault Brad Underwood for believing in his own guy? Like, Illinois' best teams mm-hmm. under Brad Underwood have been his guy that has stuck around, right? We had yeah. point guard. Yeah. Curbelo was his guy. He just it was a disaster for, for other reasons. Yeah. I don't think Ty Rogers is going to be Curbelo in terms of mistakes and such. So <clears throat> we, yeah. can't, we can't <clears throat> fault Brad for believing in his own guy. I think that's flawed thinking. Yeah, I, I exactly. You got you got to trust that he recruited to do what he did. I mean, I know that he wanted it to be Sky Clark. They gave up a lot for it to be Sky Clark, but you know, Sky did his own thing and decided to leave. And he's not an Illini, so never, take Ty Rogers. Never was. We should just wipe all film of Sky Clark. Yeah, I don't anything affiliated with Illinois off off the map. I don't think that he. Uh, yeah, he ever even came here. So. Uh, you, he was, what he, he was on what, what sh- radio show was he on? Oh man. Lon, Lon and Piper. Peyton, sure. Piper, is that, is that one, of those. Yeah, one of those. And that's what he, he kind of said, uh, you know, we had some problems last year. He, he basically said, I'm the point guard. So deal with it. Um, and he, and so now, you know, Illinois is getting slammed again for this. They, they trash talk all the people that leave. I mean, I think he, I think that everybody knew there was something going on, right? I mean, Derek Piper talked about it three months into the season. I feel like we, we avoided it pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we, we said that we hope there wasn't, but no, I think we flat out said said there there wasn't. wasn't. Well, how, how would we know? We're just, 
to guys that live an hour and a half away from champagne so yeah that's true doesn't really matter uh mj thinks you got to stick with all right it's a great okay, intro so fine. i mean i just feel like a lot of people do the all right you know yeah quackle what's going on steve uh longhorn harris and rogers will be just fine with what is around them yeah did we get a new guy <laughs> Trey gibbs longhorn <laughs> I hate autocorrect, Steve. I feel you. There's been a lot of creative uh, comments about DGL, and like, uh, you know, you'll see a lot of different ways that people try to do his name. This one's different because it's probably an autocorrect situation, like you said. But uh, there's been a lot of uh, ones we've seen, and we haven't really been doing the uh, the podcast uh, a lot this summer. I guess I don't know where where am I even going with that. I don't know. But yeah, uh, Ty Rogers, we worry, we've talked about it. We worry about his shooting ability, um, being a threat as a point guard. But I think that, you know, Illinois is going to run, you know, kind of that, you know, not a real point guard. We'll see a lot of guys handling the ball. You know, I've, I've, the videos they've shown, I love that it looks like everybody's making cuts. They're finding passer or finding cutters. Um, going to the basket. Now, if that carries over the season, we'll see. But from what I've seen from the few, you know, 30-second videos they pop up on Twitter every once in a while, it seems like there's more movement than there has been in the past. There's six guys coming back to, from last year's team, and if they didn't learn last year, then they're never going to learn. Correct, yeah. Um, and, and you can see, you know, I, there was one where Coleman's still kind of holding the ball with one hand, like do something, but then he made a great pass, um, to Dre Gibbs long, longhorn. So, uh, I don't, I don't think there should be that much concern for Ty Rogers lack of shooting. Cause he's a guy who scored around the rim pretty well last season. Uh, I wonder what it would look like if teams are planning to defend that, you know? trying to take that away from him, which I doubt really happened at all last season. Yeah. And we, we've talked about that. I mean, pick and roll stuff like that. You, you worry about guys just going under and stopping the lane instead of, you know, fighting over screens and what that will look like with Ty Rogers at the point. But you got to hope that he sh- his shots a little better. You know, he's more comfortable. So uh, we'll see what happens. I would think the mid-range game will improve slightly. I don't expect him to develop a three-point shot ever in college at least, which is fine for what Illinois needs because I think Illinois needs a facilitator first, which is why you could we, – I agree. We and other Illini fans could talk ourselves into losing out on Ray J. Dennis because Ray J. Dennis was score first, pass second, facilitate second, whatever. Right. And I think Ray J. Dennis made the correct move for himself by going to Baylor – uh, because it, whatever Illinois could offer in terms of NIL playing time, being the starting point guard, all this. Baylor's a guard school, though. Yeah, like, I is. mean, if you want to go develop and be a good point guard that can get to the NBA, you go to Baylor. Yeah. So. And Scott Drew has handed the keys off to numerous guards with success over the past several years, and Illinois' track record of doing that last season, at least, was uh, very bad. So. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Alexander's fault, probably. But um, the big question for me with Ty Rogers is he's 6'6 ish, 6'5, 6'6. Like, is there going to be an issue with guarding another team's one who is quick and smaller? 
like Purdue could be. Yeah, I mean, Purdue not really quick though. They're white, so I feel like Ty Rogers is a is a defensively he's quick though. I mean, we we yeah. talked about it last year. I mean, he's he's overly active. Um, sometimes he's too active. His he gets a little happy feet sometimes. But yeah, I I. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we don't know what Illinois is going to do on defense yet. Um, well, I'm just looking for to... ways to be concerned uh, about Ty Rogers at the one because everyone else is concerned is about shooting. I don't really think that that's that big of a concern to me. But I also say this: uh, Illinois, if they have Ty Rogers at the one, which they are going to, yeah, that's a pretty big lineup. And if there's a team with a couple of smaller guards that are quick and can get to the basket and shoot from every area of the floor, that might be a bit of a concern. So I think the big question is Ty Rogers' ability to guard the smaller one. And I don't think it's that big of a concern because I don't think a lot of Big Ten teams have that. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how he appro- how they approach that with him. That's true, yeah. I, you know, I, it'll be interesting, you know, if they if they try to press teams more like Purdue with, with some smaller guards, uh, stuff like that. But, you know, I – I don't have a lot of work. I feel like Ty Rogers works hard enough that he can he can do a lot of things. So, um, speaking of big lineup, Philip wants to know your uh, starting five. I feel like you've changed it every time. Are you going to lock in a starting five this time? Yep, locking it in. Rogers, right. Shannon. I'm going to skip to the easy part. Hawkins. Danger. I think those four are an absolute lock. I think the big one is between Damask and Goody um, at the mm-hmm. three. I, I do think a little bit of a dark horse here, Garrier, possibly. Maybe think- he, he impresses enough to where they start him. I mean, the, I'm looking Over for danger? some sort of maybe start like a really weird, bizarre lineup and have him either <laughs> over Danger or. Okay, so you're not locking in a starting lineup. Tonight. Well, I'm saying, well, I'm just, I'm just throwing <laughs> stuff out there. I'm looking for conversation points during preseason, but gotcha. uh, like Gary at the three is not the craziest thing ever. Yeah, I could see it. I don't know how they would guard other teams, but it would be fun. I feel like I feel like you need a Domask or a Goody in there. Yeah, it's gonna be Goody. I think. To, I think Brad's gonna sure, be loyal to his guy. I know uh, Quincy. You know he's had he has had the ability to shoot, but he's also had, you know, he struggled at times too. So I'll go Rogers, Shannon, Goody, Hawkins, Danger. And I think your second lineup is pretty clearly uh, sincere. Harmon, who is on campus, by the way, so we can stop. He that. is there. Yeah, I think we talked uh, about that last time. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Was, You're right. He, was on he wasn't there. Yeah, I think he came that night. And then so that's okay. how things happen. We do a podcast and then something drops like right afterwards. So, so your second lineup is pretty clearly sincere than Harmon, than Damask, than Garrier. Who's your fifth in that lineup is the big question there. I think it's obviously between the two freshmen. Uh, and I don't know which one it would be. Uh, well, I think we see Coleman in the, in the five spot. So well, I'm just, with, yeah, with I, I think like so, but I'm just saying like, a second set of five. Hey, you think he's going to run five? In, no, five I don't. I okay. don't. But I'm just saying if, <laughs> if, if we need to think about that, gotcha. maybe Brad's listening to this and looking for ideas. I'm trying to help him out. Philip, uh, who asked the question, said Rogers won't be guarding the one because of Harris, Harmon, and DGL will be on the court. But they won't be. But I don't think I any of those three are going to start. No. So he's going to have to guard the one some. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could put Terrence Shannon on the one always, right? Hate that. <laughs> Do you, you like Terrence Shannon? You like Rogers more than Terrence Shannon on the one? Yes. Terrence Shannon is not a good defender. So well, there, wow. there you guys go. Okay. Right. <laughs> now he's fine. He's just not as good as I think he should be, could be, or used to be. Yeah. I think obviously naturally, I think a little bit of his defense left when he left Texas Tech, which is because Illinois is not going to teach defense the same way that Chris Beard and uh, Mark Adams were both really, you know, shamed coaches at this point, but they were very good defensive coaches. And obviously Beard has another job, but I digress uh, on that really would be. Yeah. Uh, okay. Should we go to the. Yeah, we got some comments. Uh, Zach says yeah. it'd be really unfortunate if they showed hype clips of the team turning it over. Yeah. I, I understand that they did show uh sincere, almost stealing the ball from Ty Rogers and then both going to the floor. So hope somebody doesn't get hurt. Brad. Um, Steve says, I'm glad they're not going to Italy. Illinois could use some team bonding. They are going to Italy is what he says. They are going to Italy. They can use some team bonding. Okay. Uh, Quackle said, I'm more concerned about Rogers being the point guard during full court pressure. I don't see him being the go-to guy to break that. Okay. So do you want six? How about this? Do you want five foot 11 Jade Nepps trying to do it again? I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I think Ty can handle the pressure. Um, I, I, the one thing I don't want to see is Terrence Shannon Jr. trying to bring up the ball during pressure. Uh, he's been way. working. He's been working on his uh, right hand. Yeah. Uh, so it, he's got a cast on his left hand. Um, we don't really know why his mom is telling everybody that he's okay. Uh, some people, people were, were people were saying that he did it to to focus on his right hand. I don't know if he put a whole cast on you to do that. So, but. Can't hurt, I guess, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh Steve says Harris will be the one. You think Sincere's gonna start? No. I don't think Sincere's are. He could. Uh and Brats, how you doing? Uh it's difficult to get all pumped about Ty at the point at this point at the level only because it has never happened yet. Well, it yeah. has, it just hasn't yeah, like... he ran ran a little bit last year. Yeah. And and I think I I do think that he is a very good ball handler from, you know, the, the little that we saw last year when he was handling the ball. So I think our bar was pretty low last year on ball handling and point guards. Well, yeah, especially after what's his face left. What's his name? I forgot. Yeah. All right. Um, this kind of, kind of went in with it a little bit, I think, because, uh, uh, Brett Barons of WCIA um, had an interview with Brad Underwood, I believe maybe during their golf outing or something. We need to play in that sometime. We would destroy everybody, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, he said that Brad Underwood said that he would probably keep that one scholarship open. Um, he said, quote, you never say never. If the right guy comes along, we have the, the availability to add one. But right now, this is who we are. So team set. Um, Brad says no more. Probably tonight they'll announce that somebody committed to Illinois. So yeah, they're definitely going to have it open at this point. Also, uh, Porch Fly here says that Sincere will get minutes at the one, which is obvious because I agree. Yeah, who else yes. is going to get him outside of uh, the freshman? Yeah, I just don't think he's going to start at the one. I think you're going to see a lot of Sincere like under sixteen checks in. Mm -hmm. 
that type of stuff, which is what we saw a lot last year. Do you who do you, do you think he comes in for Rodgers, or do you think he comes in for like Damask or Goody? That's you know, favorite. I think it's a flow of the game. That's true. Thing. Depends think, what they need. I think if uh, if one of those three comes out and are turning the ball over or missing shots and maybe yeah. making a mistake where Brad has an opportunity to get in somebody's face, which he greatly enjoys, um, I think that that's a chance there. But, yeah, they're definitely going to have the scholarship open. I, there's no doubt about it. It's, it's mid-July. They've been in the gym working. Why add anybody now? I agree. You, you go with who you got. So um, he also said that he asked uh, Brad about the culture of the program after Ty Rogers made his comment on the radio show. Um, and he said, quote, experience allows you confidence and it's a different air. We had really good guys last year. I enjoyed coaching last year's team, but the air is different with veterans. Yeah, I think Brad's lying about that. <laughs> so there you go. Do you think Brad enjoyed coaching that team at all last year? I think I he might have up there were moments. a point. Up into I, I think maybe the uh, caffeine poisoning on was kind of well. There was two, like, I don't care about these guys anymore. There was two big highs and two big lows. I would say with last season, you had beating UCLA and beating Texas were both highs. Mm-hmm. They weren't the only two highs though, because then you had the old Penn State thing and the Northwestern thing, which were disastrous. That's a low, but then they go on a winning streak. That's a high. And then they just completely just were terrible from late February into March. Yeah. They, uh, let's see, they lost to Ohio State when Ohio State was like three and 14 in the Big Ten or something stupid at the time. They lost to Purdue, even though they almost came back. But that's, that was a classic 2022 23 Illini game where they bury themselves early and then have to come <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, then Zach Eady attempted murder on Matthew Meyer, but whatever. We pretend like that didn't happen. Can't wait for more of that. This year should have been banned from college basketball and the Big Ten. Uh, and then they lose to Penn State in the Big Ten tournament. Winnable game. Yeah. Uh, and then they lose to Arkansas. Yeah. That, the Penn State thing. Yeah. Uh, they got destroyed by them and played zero defense in the first two games. Third game, they played better, still couldn't close it because last year's team wasn't any good relative to expectations and metrics. And, yeah, last year, last year's team just it, it was it seemed like a hot mess most of the way. So, um, yeah. So, I uh, remember that guy that tried to call out Brad for like yelling at players and. That stuff, you know, the two guys he kind of almost singled out and said the team had zero leadership, both came back. Yeah. If they didn't want to play, I know NIL is a factor, but if they didn't want to play for Brad at all, they wouldn't have come back. They wouldn't. Those those two love the way Brad coaches. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Yeah. So that guy is a you know what? I'm not even going to say the word, even though I'd love to. But yeah, that guy's a loser and. uh, The word that I was going to say starts with a P. So moving along. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, who had the better offseason, Michigan or Illinois? Big Twitter uh, debate. Which is this is like two weeks old at this point. Twitter but went whatever. crazy, and it, 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 well, it's kind of it's kind of still going, but it's groundbreaking with stuff. some other stuff. So um, I believe that uh, Field of sixty eight and Sleepers did a thing where they graded everybody's offseason. Illinois got a C minus, just fine. I mean, and whatever. Michigan got a C, and people that, yeah. were irate about it. So, well, Kevin Sweeney, who's uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, he's also a Northwestern alum, 
important part of the story here. And uh, and he also does do stuff with the field at 68 as well. He was defending Illinois and saying there's no way you could say Illinois had a worse offseason than, uh, than Michigan. And Greg Waddell of Sleepers, who does follow me and the show on Twitter. So I'm not going to start anything Thanks, with him. I think, I think he does a fine job. But I know that he likes to stir the pot and get Illinois numbers, which is fine because our fan base is – for lack of a better term, a freak show at times on social media. <laughs> on Twitter for and, sure. Uh, uh, and, and I guess Facebook. I don't I don't follow Illini Facebook very much, but I know you you dabble in it once in a while. I check things out, yeah. yeah. And I also never post on our Facebook account um with our podcast account. So yeah. There you go. Uh but I will say this as well. Um I say that phrase way too much. Uh but Waddell is a Michigan guy. I don't think he's the one who gave this grade out either, but I think he was defending it. So I think that's another important part of the story. Yeah. Here. I'm trying to find the exchange just to hammer some of the points home. I think Sweeney nailed it in a lot of areas, but I just think that like you have to think about losses with this. Michigan lost Jed Howard, who is what? The 11th overall pick? They lost three guys that got drafted yeah. first round, right? Well, or two guys. Two and three. Then Dickinson. And then Dickinson. Yeah. Yeah, and Dickinson and trashing tra- Dickinson trashing Michigan right now is just like we get that you try to like have this like that's, a, that's uh, him right WWE type personality, yeah. but this, it's, what you're an idiot. I mean, just shut up. Anyway, yeah. um, and then Buffkin was what the 15th overall pick, and he's gone. So yeah, I think honestly, what Illinois added is probably better than what Michigan added, and they lost less. Looking at it on the surface, I mean, Trey Jackson from Seton Hall, give me a break. Uh, yeah. And Olivier Kumwa is a good player, but guess what? That's a guy that wasn't very consistent at Tennessee, and his last game or his second to last game at Tennessee was really good against Duke when he had like 30 points or whatever in the tournament. So Yeah, and I think like their big thing was because Harmon's from Utah Valley and Domask is from uh, SIU. Yeah, I think that he was saying like they they they're not good enough to play and they won't put up numbers like they did. Well, they're not going to get the same playing time. They're not going to be used as much also. Um but he tried to he tried to throw out I think the biggest thing was he tried to throw out like three-point shooting. Like he did career three-point shooting. Yeah, that, yeah. When RJ Melinda's shot 24% last year or something. Um I thought that was a, a, a bit much. Uh but I, I like a C minus a C. I mean, as far as I know, C's equals degrees, right? That's that's how I got through college. Totally, so. totally. What's the, what's the difference? C minus, you're still passing. So Kevin Sweeney's point, you can follow him at CBB underscore central. I'm sure I'm going to give him a lot of followers by giving him a plug there. There you go. Uh, yeah, he probably has a lot already. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got almost 20K, which is you know not a ton, but it's, it's enough. Uh, he said, Illinois – gets two best players who would have gotten two ways back from the draft, Shannon and Hawkins. Yeah. Land some solid transfers, C- minus, is what the field of 68 got. So that was his point. Michigan loses former All-American to Portal, loses best transfer to admissions, gets Olivier Kumwa C. And he didn't even mention that they lost two lottery. Or, yeah. Wait, well. Buffkin wasn't a lottery guy, but he was like the pick after the lottery. Right. 50. So 
it just it doesn't make much sense. I think it's kind of a lazy argument, and it's kind of trying too hard to think that Michigan actually should have a better offseason grade than Illinois. But guess what? The offseason grades do not matter. It's just content, and it's just exactly. I just it's it's a conversation starter, and I don't think that whoever had this grade is saying they're trying to start a conversation in a negative way, just giving Michigan a better grade. Um, but it just doesn't make much sense. I think the argument is weak. Uh, and another good point that Kevin Sweeney made is that Illinois added lower usage role guys to play around Shannon, which would be Damask and Harmon. Like those are guys that can come in and play their role. And uh, yeah. And, and then he, Waddell's point was uh, disagree. Illinois got better losing all their point guards and not getting one. It's like, Sky Clark, who cares? Useless. Uh, yeah. Epps, not even a real point guard. I mean, I, the thing is, like, Sky Clark left mid-season. Should he even be in this conversation? No, he shouldn't. He left in January. Yeah. And guess what? Juwan Howard is still the coach at Michigan, so I don't think they're going to go very far. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Porchfly says Waddell's whole argument was they didn't get a point guard, so he gave them a D. So, yeah, and that and, and that's the thing. Like you said, I mean, Brad Underwood recruited, you know, guys to play. I got a fly flying around. Sorry, um, guys. Uh, you know, I of course they wanted a point guard, but when you when you try to throw everything at one guy and he decides to go somewhere else, it is what it is. But I guess that's a failure in some people's eyes. So, and a lot of the portal options were either unrealistic for Illinois or they were. Uh score first point guards, which is not what Illinois needs. I mean, it would help if they could shoot threes and stuff, but yeah, you know, there's, you can't do everything. And uh, it just doesn't make any sense to think that Michigan should be graded better for their off season than Illinois is. Uh, and the fly that you have going on over there is reminiscent of the season three episode of breaking bad, uh, an episode that I wouldn't recommend anybody watch, but that's all right. <laughs> Uh, and Brat says uh, Michigan hasn't beaten Illinois for years, so they have to have something Michigan is better at. Football. Uh, Steve says uh, these comments are why this is the best Illini po- podcast. Good job because we rip on Illinois fans. <laughs> uh, Philip wants to know your preseason Big Ten rankings. Oh man, I don't even know if I, 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 I don't know if we can do that. Am right? I studied up on that? Next episode. Next episode. Come back could, for the. I next could do episode. a really stupid impromptu one. I mean, I did that last time, I think. Uh, yeah. But really, the spoiler alert is that Illinois is probably like fourth, right? Fourth, fifth. Yeah. Third at their ceiling. I think number one is probably Michigan State. I think number two is Purdue. And then I think you just it gets a little out of control after that. But I think there are some teams that are going to be pretty bad that usually aren't bad, which I'm looking at like Iowa when I say that. But I think Fran always figures it out there, so who knows. But, you know, Fran it is make July. It yeah. yeah. Um, so we've kind of talked about it, but the roster definitely set. Brad said, you know, you never say never, but this is what we got. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's color-coded stuff, really. It's all on the up-and-up on the document here. Yeah, you guys can't um, even see the nice color-coding that Ethan did. Yeah, so you have, at the guard position, you have four returners. You have Rogers, Harris, Shannon, Goody. Uh, then you have a transfer, Justin Harmon, which I think you could also say Damascus is a guard as well, but I didn't list him as one. I, I think he's probably 
in between. I think he could play the two if you really needed him to. But also, how position how positionful is basketball anymore? That's true. At any level. That's true. Especially in the NBA. But uh, and NBA then two, is, yeah, two freshmen: Dre Gibbs, Lawhorn, and uh, Nicola Moretti, who's a redshirt <laughs> freshman. Is it crazy that we're sitting here saying Illinois needs a point guard? Need a point guard? We have seven guards on the team. Yeah, and <laughs> and one of them who pretends to be a point guard who's six eleven, and then another one yeah. who probably plays shooting guard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we got we, literally a team of guards. Um, in the forward position, you have Hawkins is a returner, Damask and Gary are transfers, and then Hansberry a freshman, and then returning. At the five day danger, and I didn't include like Ashton Kutcher and Max Williams and yeah. AJ Red. Is it Red or Reed? AJ Red. It's Red. R E D D. Yeah, I just don't. Is all I remember. Yeah, he is. All I remember. Coleman Hawkins tweeted that AJ Red returning per source like no. five months ago. Well, that's right. Five months. Jesus, that would be mid season. Uh, like two months ago. Um, but I didn't include Ashton Kutcher either. Like I said, so. <clears throat> yeah, and he. I mean, there's. Two more guard. I like those two guys are guards. Come on. Uh, Quackle says, do we think Illini are a Final Four team if Perrin stayed? I know Ethan misses him. Maybe he could have played the point. <laughs> I don't really know if we need to get into that. You know? um, <laughs> people are saying, I mean, you never know. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely would have made Illinois better. Yeah, he definitely looked really good in those minutes against uh, Indiana where he couldn't make both free throws. People were just begging for him to play. So, uh, Steve says, how they end up solely depends on team chemistry, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. I, I think especially the guys like Terrence Shannon and Coleman learned last year how a team can't work in a certain dynamic, and I think they're going to – they're going to change that. So the 2021 team and the 2023 team in terms of team chemistry are vastly different. Yeah. Just look at that Jacob Grandison video where he's making a bunch of three pointers in a row. 2021. That's true. Months. That's true. I I don't think Io was excited that he was making all those. Yeah. I watched that video like four times and Io just kind of. It's pretty there. embarrassing amount to watch that video. Um <laughs> Also, uh, Illinois did add another game to the schedule. I can't remember who it's against, but that did happen. Colgate. Yep, Colgate. There you go. Uh, so hopefully Illinois knows how to play some defense. That'll probably be a November game, I would assume. Yeah. they got to uh, be close to releasing the schedule. Right? Very close. A lot of schools have already done it. I would think they're a game or two away from doing that. Yeah. So maybe we'll do our next episode then. If you guys, If you guys actually send us questions. Yeah, that was a tough one. Post on Twitter all the time. Nobody wants to send us questions. Get a lot of impressions on Twitter, too. Then you get Philip coming in here, and he just wants to pick our brain without us even thinking about it. It's true. Yeah, but uh, for the number of Twitter impressions that we get, I figured I would have gotten a few questions. But one question that we did get was very much time-based in where that time was last week, which is why is Terrence Shannon wearing that cast or whatever. So Yeah. That was really the one question that I remember seeing. Maybe there's another one, but I'm pretty sure that's uh, really the the uh, yeah. That's kind of well. The guy, the guy that used to ask the questions, he wanted to come on the podcast, and you gave him a mean gift. So sorry, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody wants to know what Kenny Payne is smoking. Kirk Dins on Twitter did post this. This is Fair July enough. 11th. 
what is Kenny smoking? Uh, it was a John Rothstein story that said Kenny Payne is bullish on transfer. Now it says Illinois transfer, but I'm just going to say transfer. <laughs> transfer Sky Clark will be Louisville's starting point guard in 2023-24. Quote from Kenny Payne, the, the great coach who won, what, two games last year, mm-hmm. four games? Yeah. Brilliant coach, brilliant mind. By the end of this season, I expect him to be one of the best guards in the country, to which I say – are you high, sir? <laughs> Did you watch that loser play? Like give, give us a Brad Underwood fart noise, but yeah, well, I could have gone that direction, but I uh, want to keep it clean here. Uh, Bratz wants to know: uh, Is DGL going to be better than Sky? If he steps foot on the court, when he steps uh, foot on the court, he will officially be better than Sky. Yeah, I think DGL is definitely a better athlete. Especially, I mean, you know, he didn't tear an ACL, so that always helps. But, you know, question question for next show, Philip says, what is the minutes breakdown per player? All right, write that down, Ethan. Write it down right now. 167. That, and then we'll do uh, Big Big Ten power rankings also. Breakdown. I'm struggling to write from this angle. Per, oh boy, that does not look like a P. Player, Big Ten. Jesus. I mean, you don't have to say it out loud. You just... This is a radio show for some people. <laughs> That's true. We'll take it's your call. I know what you're doing. I gotta know what you're doing. So, you gonna give out your phone number? That'd be weird. I could. I could. Uh, no let's doubt. Not, let's not. All Two right. one. All right. Um, <laughs> next thing is not really Illini adjacent right now, current Illini, but it is a former Illini. There was a report that I saw last night that Io Dosumu is uh-huh. unlikely to return to the Bulls. Yeah, I saw this too, and then I saw somebody post that said this guy is never right. So yeah, but the posts that they were saying he's never right about weren't really like a lot of them weren't really like source reports. Okay, they were more so just stupid tweets because the guy doesn't know ball or something. But uh, sources close to Io apparently told Jason and Dan Bernstein of the uh, stupidest podcast name, but more creative than ours, uh, organizations win championships, which is like, you think the Bulls would have won without Michael Jordan? What are you, high? I don't know if they think that, but that's kind of what I get from that. I mean, I thought a lot of people thought that they wouldn't have won without Scottie Pippen, but if you want to give Michael Jordan all the credit, I guess you can. I think Michael Jordan gets like 92% of the credit. Uh, shout out to my brother when he listens to this. So. <laughs> 4%, 4% 4% uh, you know. Yeah, so uh yeah, anyway. IO is not going to be a bull anymore. Does this make you not a Bulls fan now? Oh wait, you're not a Bulls fan. Yeah. Do you yeah. hope that he goes to the Suns? Well, there's no way that? it can happen unfortunately. I would love to have him. We can use full. Are they full? Well, they have a six. Now. They have a six point five million dollar trade exception that they need to use before the season starts, so they won't have it next year. So they're probably still going to make a trade. I just don't think that it would be. I guess Iowa would probably have to sign with the Bulls and then be traded. I don't even know how it all mm. works, but anyway, uh, it seems like the Raptors are a likely option. Oh, it's going to be Canadian. That would be a good fit. Uh, they lost Fred Van Vliet. Uh, they could use a lengthy guard defender because they already have Siakam and Scotty Barnes and uh, also OG Ananobi. So I think Iowa would be a great fit in Toronto. Uh, I think he would also get more playing time. Plus he would get away from the Bulls 
who are essentially a dysfunctional organization at this point. They've been a pretty big disaster from a management perspective for quite some time. I mean, they've re-signed Kobe White, who it seems like they've been wanting or rumored to trade for years. They re-sign him. They they spring in Javon Carter, who's a dog, but like Io is better. So I just I don't get how the Bulls this whole big deal. I get it's a business. This whole big deal about drafting the hometown kid, and then he doesn't get enough of a chance really over two years. I, I guess he did. And he played well. It's not like he's a bust or whatever. He's also second round pick. So can you really consider any second round pick a bust ever? Probably not. But uh, the Bulls suck is really the moral of this entire thing. <laughs> they just want to keep throwing out this completely bizarre starting five that doesn't fit together. Like if, if anybody thinks Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic are ever going to win you anything together, delusional, okay? And I think that anybody in here who's a Bulls fan agrees with me that if you don't, you probably know more about the Bulls than I do. So there you go. I, anybody knows more about NBA basketball than I do, so um... – I got nothing on this. Uh, it sucks. I, you know, I, it was so cool that he went to Chicago to the Bulls, and now he's going to be a Canadian, I guess. So it is what it is. I don't quite understand how that works, uh, but whatever. What? Isn't that where the Raptors play? Yeah, that wouldn't make him Canadian. Sure it does. What do you mean? Um, yeah, so mailbag questions. Uh, I think we did all one of them. Uh, how about Mares Johnson? You want to talk about him at all? He's been uh, rising up in the rankings. Um, he, when do you think he's decommitting from Illinois? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say January 11th, 2024. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's up to 39th nationally on the 247 uh, composite. So number seven center, number one in Illinois. Uh, he had some big games in the... Uh, they were the peach peach ball tournament or something, uh, putting up like 20 points, 18 rebounds, stuff like that. So that'll be nice, uh, <clears throat> you know, in a year and a half. So, yeah, I'm just, uh, given the recent years in recruiting and stuff, I kind of just yeah, don't well, really want to talk. There's about a reason it. why we don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Merez so, Johnson, but. I believe it when I see him on campus, <laughs> on the roster, in a yeah. uniform. Yeah. Yeah, I went to New York right. there for that. Yeah, right now he's the only uh, 2024 recruit Illinois has committed. So, um, More to come. More to come. I, have you been checking up on that at all? Looking into that? Not at all, no. Not at all. Well, uh, maybe, maybe we'll do that for the next show. At least to get sure. us something to talk about. Let me, let me add that to the list here. Uh, yeah. 2024 recruiting. Yep. Recruiting, uh, a, a very easy word to spell, I will say. Um, peach I jam. Before, I before you, except after C or something like that. Merez Johnson was playing the peach jam. Peach jam. Is that not what I said? You said peach ball. I mean, that's uh, sounds weird. Was so close. Was not so even close. on the same planet, honestly. You jam, you what do you jam a ball? Moving along, um, you know, season starts in four months. It's really four what months. it comes down to. When's the first day of the season? Didn't isn't like November 7th or something? I thought it was like the third, but I could be wrong. 
It could be the third. That's a good. That's a that's an astute observation. It could be. I just remember Brad bitching about when the season starts last year. Maybe won it once at the start of the week earlier because the Big Ten schedule is too hard or something. Let's see, college basketball, November sixth. So that's a. So. Monday, yeah. So. Illinois will be playing somebody then on the 6th or the 7th, possibly. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll be back then. So see you guys in November. That's false, but that's all right. (laughs) Steve wants to know if Hansberry will play much. I think Hansberry will see some time. I think uh, it's too close to – well, when they say during elections too close to call, this is too early to to call. To, To call. Yeah, I think I think we're too early into this to kind of like how the uh, Senate hearings for the PGA Tour. It's it, we're very early in the stages here. Yeah. So you have uh, twelve guys listed on the roster thing. <clears throat> do you th- do you think Illinois goes twelve deep? You know, I hope not. Uh, I think that would be a mistake. What do you think they go? I, does Probably Brad 10. ever go not at more than nine? He's going to have to this year. I mean, you can't take three guys off that list and not play them at all. All three freshmen, I mean, why would they be here if they're not going to play at all? It's true. I think he could maybe shorten it middle of the season. Should freshmen expect playing time? I think it depends on the level of freshmen and the situation that you put yourself in with where you go. Like, how much could – uh, what's his name from last year? Expect really? So yeah, uh, yeah. Illinois is playing Tennessee this year. Yep, that'll probably be what early they December or something. Away. I, I could tell you Tennessee dropped their schedule, didn't they? I feel. I think every every school in the country dropped their schedule except for Illinois. Because nobody uh, wants nobody wants to smoke, as the kids say. Nobody wants to play Illinois. They're all afraid, except for Missouri. Missouri would play Illinois 14 times in the non-conference if they could. Uh, December 9th. Yeah. What day of the week is that? Um, I don't have a calendar up. Jesus. I can uh, look. You, you, call, you talk, I'll look. It's December Saturday. 9th is a right. Saturday. I got to it before you somehow. That's it is amazing. in Tennessee. You want to go to Tennessee that weekend? That'd be fun. Sure, why not? All right. Where is it at? Knoxville? Yeah, I got a buddy that lives down there. We can probably stay with him. Yeah. I'd have to yeah. vet. I'd have to vet him first. That's fine. Uh yeah, why not? Uh we could we could record tons of content, then yeah. Um yeah, so the uh yeah, the logo is still there. Yeah, we didn't haven't got sued yet. Yeah, that's becoming a real pain in the ass in terms of these stupid I didn't even read what you them last time. I mean, I almost, I'm almost ready to hand it over to my legal counsel at this point, which is you. So, uh, <laughs> I'll get on that. Yeah, I mean, these people are so annoying, but whatever. I won't name the company by name because I don't want them to get called out, which they won't because nobody cares. Should, but, but should so people know not to use them. 
Yeah, they suck. I mean, they did a fine job with the logo, I guess. Logo does look good. But there's a lot of attachments in terms of leave me the hell alone. We already made our transaction. I'm not giving you more money from our company account, which is loaded, by the way. Uh, (laughs) I paid you money to do a thing. Please stop contacting me. Yeah, and then I got another guy getting my number texting me. It's just give me a break. Give me a break. Uh, The real world's tough, Ethan. Well, you know, this is hardly the real world. The real world. This is just some yeah. dipshit graphic designer who won't leave me alone. Yeah. Well, folks, we got to forty-five minutes. Look at us. Mm, not quite. Still forty to go. I mean, it'll get seconds. there by the time you hit the buy. It takes a few seconds. So. Yeah, I, yeah. You, a little bit of a cushion here. Yeah. Uh, this was a you know a solid episode in terms of uh, structure. Did a yeah. much better job. Than last Thanks time. for everybody. You know, stopping by as always. Like, subscribe. Yeah. Um, follow. I I don't know. What do you do? You follow the uh, the Twitter, the whole thing. It's all yeah. in the description, I believe. Uh, yeah, so. so. But yeah, you guys uh, make the show better because you actually ask questions. So. And I don't think that we are going to. Uh, we don't really have any interest in starting Twitter beefs like a lot of other Illini podcasts with with actual people. You know, uh-huh. uh, maybe start a beef with some moron who's tweeting us. But like actual, like I would never start a Twitter beef uh, with sleepers or field of 68 because they're calling Illinois out. Like who cares? Honestly, if you care that much and the, the podcast that did this, I mean, what are they doing it for? Right. Numbers, I guess. I don't know. Their YouTube numbers aren't, aren't great from what I've seen. Already tweeted out. Thanks for the free advertisement. So yeah, it's just like, whatever. Uh, It just feels like it feels cheap to me, you know? Yeah. So maybe we'll start a Twitter beef with other Illini podcasts. But I will say we're cool with most, I would say. Armchair, obviously. Uh, Werner and all those guys, it's kind of just a bit at this point that, that yeah. I would call them out. I don't really care. Uh, yeah. I think they do mostly a fine job. I think there's some uh, there's some hits and misses in terms of what they do. But overall, I think the basketball part of this, as Steve says, maybe gets uh, taken away a little bit when you have um, – you know, people talking, people, people who do podcasts who don't know how to have proper audio, people who do podcasts who, you know, have uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to just name names, I, I don't want to, but, um, <laughs> it's not all right. You know, I just think that, uh, I think, yeah, okay, yeah, I somebody cut my mic off, all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we will be back, uh, in a few weeks, probably a couple weeks, a yeah. month or less. I we got to find enough stuff so Ethan can get a 45 minute show in. So, no doubt about it. It could have gotten this to an hour if I really wanted to, but uh, nobody I wants there. you to. Hey, and I gotta say, you were much better this episode than last one. You were a little, I was a little disengaged last time, yeah. um, which I think part of that was because it's like Jeremiah Williams headlining another episode. What are we doing? That's true. Uh, and that's his fault because he committed and decommitted, really, just. Yeah. I don't even know why, but uh, good luck at at Rutgers if he goes there. But uh, all right, uh, that'll do it for us. We'll be back episode 167 within a month or so. Uh, Maybe some more stuff coming from August to September to October. So stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll see you next time.